This is the Tech Wizard Podcast. Another edition of the Tech Wizard podcast. Um, I'm assuming this will be episode seven, and uh, I've wrapped up my teaching session here in Monterey, and I'm now headed down to the Fisherman's Wharf, and I'm looking at just a beautiful scene that I'm going to describe to you. So what what I have for you today is what's called a sightseeing, or excuse me, a sound seeing tour. And so down here um, at the end of the wharf, you've got the the uh, Maritime Museum and History Center, and you've got uh, Monterey State Historic Park, several historical buildings down here, and um, it's just a really beautiful sight. It's it's 70 degrees out. The sky is clear. You might hear some seals in the distance. We'll get a little bit closer in, in just a minute, but it's just a beautiful sight. And as I look around um, at, at this scenery, you've got wooden um, restaurants and shops out on the wharf, uh, up on uh, 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 elevated from the water over the over the water. It's really really beautiful sight. You've got um, some. Uh, small-sized uh, boats and even some a few yachts that are harbored here, including one, one of my favorites, called the Rebecca, which I love to see because it's, it's always docked right on the path as you walk into the wharf, and Rebecca, of course, is my wife's name, so uh, that's just a really kind of cool personal thing to me. Uh, but uh, you've got these uh, boats that are docked here. They've got these huge, I think the term is mastheads, is what the sail goes on. This is really where I'm showing <laughs> my ignorance of of uh, uh, sailing and boating terminology. But it's you've got just, oh, must be a hundred boats out here. Uh, all with their masts up in the air, about 40, 40, 50 feet high, some of them. You've got some um, fishing boats that are coming in and out as they come in, in and out of the harbor. And it really, really is a beautiful sight. You've got people taking pictures, walking around, just enjoying this gorgeous, gorgeous day. Um, uh, and I'm going to take a little walk on the wharf here and uh, kind of explain to you a little bit of what I see. Um, there's a water fountain over in the plaza behind me that's really nice and a monument. Uh, let me see if I can read this plaque on the monument. There's some information about a bit about uh, the Monterey Harbor. 
It says, Look out upon these waters. Their recorded history began when Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo sighted the Bay of Pines on November 17, 1542. Sebastian Vizcano was first to touch land December 16, 1602. He claimed it for Spain and named the harbor for the Viceroy of Mexico, the Count of Monterey. On June 3rd, excuse me, 1770, is Monterey's birthday, and on that day, Caspar de Portola, the soldier, and Padre Junipero Serra, father of the California missions, joined from land and sea to establish the first settlement. For 76 years, this was the capital of Spanish and Mexican California, where uh, here was the Royal Chapel, the Presidio, and the only custom house they still stand nearby. In 1818, Bouchard, the Argentine privateer, sailed into the bay and sacked the town. In 1842, Commodore T. Ap Catesby Jones, U.S. Navy, under the mistaken belief that war had been declared against Mexico, seized the port but withdrew after three days. On July 7, 1846, war actually having been declared, Commodore John Drake Sloat, commanding a squadron of three ships, raised the 28-star flag of the United States over the Custom House, taking possession of a great western territory now forming all or part of seven states. Three years later, in 1849, many delegates to the state's Constitutional Convention arrived by ship. On these sands in 1879 walked Robert Louis Stevenson, dreaming the plot for Treasure Island. That's kind of cool. From 1854 until the early 1900s, Monterey was a whaling port, and the beaches were white with whalebone. Sales came to dot the bay. Later in the 1930s, here was the greatest sardine fishery in the world. Look out again upon these waters. Monterey Harbor is small, but it has made history. So this is a monument uh, at the edge of the pier. And I'm going to walk down the pier a little bit and uh, kind of describe um, some of the sights and sounds. And I want to get some of these seals on uh, on tape. They're kind of cool. They just kind of put you put you in Monterey, I think. I mentioned my wife, Rebecca, earlier. Um, that's actually another reason that I've come to this Fisherman's Wharf here in Monterey, and that's because I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to pick up some clam chowder. There are several places down here that sell it. Some of them are even owned by the same uh, family, I understand, and uh, there's just some really, really good clam chowder. Uh, I haven't actually tasted, I don't think I've tasted authentic New England clam chowder, so I'm not sure how it compares, but I just know that we just really enjoy this clam chowder, and there's several restaurants that are here right over the water that provide wonderful views. Uh, the other thing uh, that I'm seeing around me is, this is also a great place to take a bike ride with the family, so 
lots of people are are uh, and just enjoying the day, uh, bicycling with their family and and uh, parking their bikes at the end of the pier to take a walk and uh, stroll through the the shops and the cafes and get some ice cream or or uh, clam chowder in a sourdough bowl. Speaking of uh, sound singing, as, as uh, people are walking by me on the pier, one of the shops has some some uh, chimes set up. There's uh, some wooden chimes I'll let you hear. Here's a bigger one. Here's a metal one in the shape of a pyramid. More of a more of a bell. The sights and sounds of Monterey. I'm now standing in front of the old fisherman's grotto. This is our pick, our summer's family pick, as uh, for uh, seafood and uh, clam chowder uh, in a sourdough bowl. Just, just really, really wonderful food. Uh, we've there are lots of vendors, uh, restaurants, I should say, out on the pier with someone standing out in front uh, with samples. Um, but we know what's the best, and we've tried some of those samples, and we we don't we don't like them as as much. They're good. Don't get me wrong, they're good. But our personal favorite is the Old Fisherman's Grotto on uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Check it out. There are lots of shops selling uh, souvenirs, sweatshirts, uh, fishy type items, nets, and and uh, little little toys for the kids. Um, there's a uh, 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 kiosk down here where you can get tickets to go whale watching. Um, lots to do, lots to see. You can get your picture uh, uh, caricature drawn by a professional artist. And uh, as I head towards the end of the pier, I'm you're gonna hear a few more of the the seals. I'm trying to get a little bit, a little bit closer here. Looking at the uh, the sales board for the Monterey Whale Watching uh, Shop down here, and uh, they have a list of uh, what kind of tours they go out on. Um, they have uh, humpback whale tours, orcas, which are killer whales. Um, Dolphin sightings, they boast a 98% success rate. Uh, really kind of cool. I'm very tempted, but I'm not sure I have the time today. No, it's a three hour tour. I definitely don't have time. <laughs> Gotta get home to family. Now, if you go to the end of the pier, there's a restaurant, and over that restaurant is an observation deck. And uh, you can you go up the stairs to the observation deck and just see out on the water. Uh, you can see for miles today, a little hazy in the distance, but overall very, very clear day.
just a slight breeze and out on another pier uh, there's some rocks at the end of the pier a whole row of rocks and let's listen to the seals that are just camped out there That is just a wonderful sound to me. I just really like it. It's very relaxing. You wouldn't think that seal barks <laughs> over and over and over again would be relaxing, but it is kind of a nice sound because it reminds you of where of where you are. It reminds you of the water. There goes a seagull. So they're flocking over something. Uh, very cool, very cool, cool. You'll have a, you may hear a plane overhead, a couple planes, there's a small airport. Uh, well, I don't know how big it is actually, I assume it's just on the smaller side. Uh, I've heard from other attendees at, at the conference I just attended that uh, flying directly into Monterey is quite pricey and it's actually, you're better off if you fly into San Francisco or or Sacramento and then rent a car and and, uh, and come in. Uh, so uh, that's just the way it is, I guess. Oh, it's so beautiful. There's just, it's just a really nice breeze, which actually without the breeze, it would be a little on the warm side. Actually, for this, this uh, I don't know if I mentioned the date in the in the start of my podcast. This is uh, November twentieth, two thousand five, and uh, Central California is experiencing. Um, above average temperatures. Not hot by any means, but for considering that it's late November, just really enjoyable, enjoyable weather. It's definitely not yet winter. Very beautiful. I just love to stand here and relax. In a little bit, I'll, I'll get some clam chowder and get a cup from my wife, but right now I'm just going to stand here and enjoy the moment. We don't do that enough. There are also um, lots of boats that are that are docked uh, with buoys. I'm not sure exactly how that all works, but they're all tied to uh, buoys in the middle of the harbor, I guess. Some of them are fishing boats, some of them are, are uh, general, you know, sailing boats, and uh, they're really, really neat to to look at. I guess you'd have to take a rowboat or something out to your boat. I never really thought about that until just about now, because they're right in the middle of the of this uh, of the bay, of the inner bay, and they're just tied to uh, to buoys.
so I find that uh, fascinating. Never really thought about that till just now, how they would, the sailors would, would get to their boats. They'd have to row out to them. So instead of docking them in, in a port, they actually will tie them to these buoys. I'm seeing now that actually one of the buoys uh, does have a rowboat uh, attached to it, so you can assume that the uh, the uh, boat owner uh, rowed his rowed his boat over to a little little small rowboat out to his buoy, tied it to the buoy, and then um, hopped on his boat to sail off into the Pacific Ocean. And, and actually, I look down, and uh, if, I look, if you look down from the observation deck, you notice at the bottom of the, uh, you notice below you that uh, there are several boats, good and ten or a dozen boats, varying sizes. A couple of them with um, with uh, motors on the end, but they're all you, you can you can assume that these are used to uh, get out to the their their yachts or their fishing boats or whatever whatever it is they they've got out there t tied to these buoys fascinating very I've never actually seen that before I never noticed it it's just such a picturesque day today lots of quite a few boats out in the uh, out in the outer harbor uh, sailboats. Uh, enjoying the the day and the weather and the and the breeze that that allows them to sail and they're just really really having a you can just imagine they're really just enjoying enjoying their time out there out on the water really wonderful to look out and see and you've got these uh, masts just sticking out uh, in front of you bobbing back and forth and then just beyond that you've got the sailboats in the outer in the outer bay, outer um, uh, area so it's really really it's just beautiful I don't know what else I can say about it we are also uh, quite near the Presidio of Monterey which I've never actually visited I'm not even sure it's open to the public but um, since my father used to work at the Presidio of San Francisco and I uh, can appreciate the history of of, of uh, that complex. I certainly am interested in in the Monterey uh, Presidio itself. And um, also, along, and I'm noticing along the water, there are these walking walking paths, so you can walk, walk um, avail, uh, elevated from shore and just get just a wonderful. Uh, view of the boats and the seals, and there are people who are bike riding, but there's also people who um, drive these uh, touring bikes that can feed, seat four people or a family or whatever, and and uh, just uh, cruising up and down the the water. It's really really neat. Now is the part of the sound singing tour where I make you really, really hungry. I hope you can get clam chowder somewhere where you are in any form because I guarantee you're going to want it if I'm doing my job. I'm going to head into the old Fisherman's Grotto here on Fisherman's Wharf 
and uh, have a sit down and get me a clam chowder and sourdough bowl. Best thing on the wharf. the old fisherman's grotto and and I've just been served with clam chowder and a sourdough bowl and if you're not familiar with this concept what they do is they take a sourdough roll or or loaf a round loaf about eight nine inches in diameter and they cut a hole in the top and they dig out the uh, the sourdough itself and it's just what what I like to do is on the top piece of the sourdough that they just they just open the top with, I rip off pieces and I dip the sourdough bread into the bowl and eat it that way. It's really, really wonderful. It's got a wonderful aroma. You can taste the clam in there and uh, a little bit of steam coming off and it's just just wonderful way to go so I love to I love to start with dipping and then I dig my my spoon in there that's also good if it, if it happens to be a little on the on the warm side but it's very very good I've got carrots in there it looks like and just I don't know what their recipe is but you can come down here and you can buy it by the can and it's really wonderful my wife likes it not uncanned so I'm going to be driving home today with a cup of a uh, styrofoam cup of uh, clam chowder for her. She didn't get the sourdough bowl experience, but I'll try and save some bread for her. She'll really, really enjoy this. Okay, I'm going to sign off here. Thank you for listening to the Tech Wizard podcast. And, and if you've now got a craving for clam chowder, go get some. It's just really wonderful uh, way to experience the West Coast, or the East Coast, if you go with with New England clam chowder. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you on the next podcast. You can email me at thetechwizard at gmail.com, or you can find my uh, show notes at thetechwizard.blogspot.com. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day. Oh, that was so good. Oh, yeah. Life is good.